Welcome to the Barbell Ballerina Podcast. I'm your host, Lily Pfeiffer, professional dancer, certified personal trainer, and entrepreneur. My mission is to empower dancers to train like athletes, optimize their nutrition and recovery, and prevent injury. Growing up, I had no idea where to look for cross-training advice, I had a poor relationship with my body, and I was unsure whether this industry was even right for me. My journey led me to not only become a trained professional in the field, but also transform my mindset, which allowed me to take control of my future. Join me each Wednesday to discover the most effective cross-training tips, my personal experiences in the performing arts, running a business, finding balance, and more. Let's get into the episode. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm so glad you are here. I hope you're having a great day so far. Tonight, I will be packing because my Sib and I are driving all the way back to Michigan. I live in Minnesota, so it's about a 10 and a half hour drive. We are going to pick up their two cats so we can move them back here with us. So exciting, but also very long drive. So send me all your good vibes and podcast recs, please. Um, actually, by the time this episode is out, I will be back. So never mind. But um, I am, yeah, so just mentally preparing for that. Today, I, it's about 8, no, it's 9 a.m. And usually I'm at the gym at around this time because If you know me and how I operate, I love working out in the morning. I just swear by it because it gets my endorphins going. I love just like sweating, getting in and out first thing and it sets my mood up for the day. I feel a lot more productive. So that's kind of just what I've been doing forever. But I saw this thread the other day, which if you're not on threads, get the app. It's so funny. Everyone is just giving their completely unhinged opinions and daily thoughts. It's amazing. But anyways, I saw this thread of another business owner saying like she does all of her work in the morning, like from sun up to noon or 10 a.m. or something like that. And then she just vibes the rest of the day. So I was like, I kind of am feeling a shift. I woke up today and I was like, this might be the day. I switch things up and try to get as much work done as I can. I'm hopefully going to record back-to-back podcasts right now before noon and then go work out and like see how that changes my day. Right now I'm feeling good. I was worried I would feel a little bit on edge like not having that endorphin rush first thing but we'll see. So if it works I might continue it. I think it's too soon to say but Yeah, so that's kind of the shift I am making for today and potentially the next week or so, just kind of test it out. But yeah, so speaking of shifts, today's episode is going to be about three shifts I've made recently that I haven't really talked about yet. I haven't mentioned these at all on Instagram or anywhere else, not that I'm really on any other platforms. Um, I need to get back on TikTok, but that's a whole other thing. Um, so three shifts and honestly, the first one is what really inspired the idea for this whole episode. 
and the other ones were just kind of like realizations I've had lately that are shifting my way of thinking and allowing me to continue stepping into the best version of myself. So yeah, the first one is probably the most important one that's like really impacted my life though. So jumping right into it, number one is not drinking. And this, okay, huge disclaimer before I jump into this one. I am not telling you what to do. I am not judging anyone for drinking. If that is something that you regularly do, this is my opinion and my experience. (laughs) Okay, so for context, in the fall and like winter, early this year, I was probably drinking like once or twice a week, just either with friends or going on dates and, you know, that's just like the vibe in terms of social things to do. And I would just notice for myself that I just wouldn't feel the best like afterwards and the next day, the next morning. And obviously we know this, we know drinking is not the best for you. Alcohol is literally poison for our bodies and that's not just opinion, that's a fact. So I just, yeah, just like I was reflecting on how it made me feel and like why exactly I was doing this because yeah, in college, like I had that whole experience and social drinking is a very common part of just being in that environment and, you know, going out with friends or even having a girls' night, like, we would have wine. Nobody really questioned it. And, like, that's all fine and good. I'm glad I had those experiences. I'm not, like, regretting anything or wishing I had stopped drinking earlier or really anything like that. This is just, like, part of my journey and where I'm at right now and the way that I think about these things. But I had realized, like, I have made so many positive, healthy shifts in my life working out more, working out with more intention. Um, I I was meal prepping during the season. Obviously with summer, it's like I'm pretty much home working on my business all day. So there's like not really much point to it, but uh, sleeping better and, you know, hydrating, like all of these little habits that I've implemented into my life. But I hadn't really questioned alcohol and drinking and like why exactly I was doing that. And so I really just like sat down with myself and I was like, huh, like this isn't adding up. Like what benefit am I getting from this besides just like a buzz and like a feel good vibe for an hour, maybe two tops where I can just feel less inhibited in a social setting. And so I would get home, like, granted, typically I hydrate pretty well after drinking and, like, try to get a full night's rest, but, like, it does affect your sleep. Like, even if you don't notice that you're waking up more consistently, you're you're not going to get that level of deep sleep and just, like, consistent quality sleep throughout the night that you normally would. And then the next day, like, I would feel kind of fuzzy out of it, not be as productive. Like, it was just a cascade effect of things. And so I decided probably 
in late February, maybe March, like I was just going to drink less frequently. Like I didn't say like no to it altogether. And I'm still like, if the opportunity comes up and I feel like, you know, just being a vibe for a moment, then great. But so I can count on one hand the past like probably four months that I've drank. So I don't think I drank on my birthday. I'm not sure. I would have to go back because I'm like not remembering. And it's not because I like drink too much or anything. Like I literally have one drink if I do drink. But I just don't remember like what exactly. I don't think I did. And then in April for one of our shows afterwards I had a few. And then the last time I drank was may at our end of season performance or afterwards as a celebration with my family and I literally had one cider so yeah I have not drank since the end of may and I feel great what I've seen is just so much mental clarity and focus I don't have to worry about like one or two days being knocked off my schedule because I drank and I decided to feel good for like an hour and then you know, deal with the consequences. I feel stronger in the gym. I can lift more. I recover so much faster. Oh my god, this is a big one. And my boyfriend actually has also pretty much stopped drinking too because of me. Like, I don't know. He's very into his health as well. And he is always telling me about how well recovered he is because he isn't drinking so it's just super interesting to see but um yeah so where was I going with this yeah recovery is so much better sleep is better I am someone who typically just my head hits the pillow and I sleep until I wake up so I mean with alcohol like I could always tell the next day I was just not the feeling the best like I'd be pretty sluggish and tired so I mean obviously I don't have that issue anymore um I feel like there's less inflammation in my body and I have become leaner in the past few months and a lot of that I attribute to a training harder but also resting harder and then not drinking and Like, we can talk all day about how, like, you know, training and living a healthier lifestyle isn't always about the aesthetics, but, like, it is just something I observed for myself as a result of not drinking, and so I thought I would include that on here as well. The other thing, too, is I feel like it's just so expected in our society, and I was a little bit worried about how others would perceive me and if I could, you know, really keep it up or if I would feel like embarrassed or weird about it in social situations, but I have not had a single time where I was like regretting my decision and, you know, people aren't going to like pressure you into doing things you don't want to do or if they are, don't hang out with those people, but yeah, I have not been in situations where I'm like oh like and if I did if I I did feel like drinking I would it's like kind of just up to 
what I feel like doing in the moment, but I have not craved it. I have not, you know, felt like I even needed a glass of wine to like calm down at night. Like I just, I don't know what it is. I'm just making so many shifts in terms of like healthier coping mechanisms, I guess. And this actually ties into my next point really well. So I'll talk about that more then. But yeah, I'm trying to think what else like has really changed with not drinking. Oh, of course, obvious one saves you a ton of money because if you go out for dinner, like you're paying for the dinner and then not the drinks, like, you know, extra $30-40 or whatever, it can it can add up, right? So, yeah. Um I think that's that's really like the big benefits, but I feel great. I, again, I'm not telling you what to do, but if you are someone who's like in that realm of being curious about not drinking and just trying it out for yourself, like you don't have to force yourself to stick to it forever. Like that's not what I'm doing either. Like, you know, celebrations or like good happy times with family or I don't even know, like, yeah, just big moments. Like I'm not going to turn down a drink, but also in my regular everyday life, I don't feel the need. And I think that's just such a big shift I've made. And I feel like it's just leading me to my highest self. And yeah, so that's, I just wanted to share that in terms of, you know, if, if anyone is kind of considering it, just try it out. Like it's not that big of a deal. People aren't going to like give you shit for it and if they do again don't hang out with them but yeah highly recommend if you are curious about it number two and this one I broke down into like several parts so this is my realization that self-care includes doing the hard stuff sometimes so I feel like when I was growing up and the way I would hear about self-care or, you know, understand self-care is things like bubble baths, watching TV, having wine on the couch, like doing your nails, like those kind of more, I'm going to call them like passive activities and like relaxing activities. And I totally agree. Yeah, we need that to kind of mentally reset just give ourselves that downtime and I'm not negating that in any way, but I'm proposing an expansion of the term into bringing more discipline into your life so that you can go for your goals and become your best version of yourself. So yeah, sitting on the couch, drinking wine, watching TV is great to help you, you know, reset and just, you know, that's fun. Like most people tend to enjoy that. Great. But also expanding it so that like the things that are going to serve you to your higher purpose are also included in the term self-care. So like healthy habits. Um, I have a few examples here and a lot of these just they need hella discipline, right? Like you're not going to achieve these things without discipline and action and actually putting yourself in uncomfortable situations 
so that you can come out the other side stronger and better. So the first example I have within self-care is going to the gym. (laughs) Um, And you probably knew I was going to say this, but showing up, not even showing up, back up, going to bed early enough to get up in the morning to you know, get yourself out of the house and show up to an environment that is pretty uncomfortable when you first start out and pushing yourself with weights that feel like, you know, you're never going to be able to lift them, like building that mental resilience. It's all so incredibly uncomfortable, but doing those uncomfortable things, putting yourself in those situations is what's going to lead to your long-term success. And a lot of this ties into long-term outcomes. So yeah, that first day, that first week, maybe even that first month is the gym. In the gym is going to be pretty, pretty scary, pretty um, challenging. But after that, you're going to be flying high. You're going to be changing your life. You're going to see the transformation for yourself. And it'll probably start with like just feeling better, your energy, your mood, mental clarity, confidence. And then you're going to see the strength, maybe the aesthetics, all those things that like we are after in the long run. But if you're not going to take that first step, like who is, right? So that's where building that discipline every single day comes in. And yes, I would count that as self-care, 100%. And okay, another example is setting boundaries and strong boundaries because so many people in life just want to kind of take advantage of other people's lack of boundaries to make their lives easier, but that's the reason we need to have them and actually implement them as well. So this includes things like, honestly, my first example of me not wanting to drink. That is a boundary that I've set and I will do everything to, you know, live by that boundary unless, of course, I do change my mind, but that is a boundary that I've set that is helping me become my best self. And so I'm going to honor that. And that's why it ties into self-care because I have chosen this for myself, for my lifestyle and my health. Another one would be saying no to things, whether it's hanging out with a friend that kind of drains your energy because why would we want that? Or setting boundaries at work with your boss or your coworkers. You know, we all have a limited number of hours in the day and so many things to accomplish that sometimes our plate is full and we can't take on an additional task and we have to delegate or ask for support or just, you know, flat out say no. And that's really important for me and running my business because sometimes a billion people want a billion things and I have to just be like, this is what I have time for today, you know? And if if something is outside of that, then it's not going to get done in that day. So that's a really important one too. 
The third example I had is meal prepping. And this is something I did every Sunday during the season. Right now it's summer, so I'm just kind of like I'm working from home. So it doesn't really make as much sense. But meal prepping helped me a ton because I would feel like I wanted healthier, more nutritious meals to fuel me throughout my dance day. So spending an hour, maybe two tops on Sundays, just getting that done, like, yeah, it's time I have to spend getting groceries, you know, baking, putting things in Tupperware, like, it can feel a little bit tedious, but, I mean, you can always put on a podcast or listen to music or just, like, kind of multitask in that way, but it's, it's really, and, like, all three of these examples you have to think about how you'll feel afterwards in the long term. So with things like watching TV or drinking or, you know, those quick dopamine hits, you're going to feel great during it and maybe shortly after it, but it's not really going to benefit your long-term health versus things like going to the gym, setting boundaries, eating well, sleeping well, are going to just skyrocket your health and longevity to the next level. And again, I'm not saying you never want to sit down and watch Netflix or have a glass of wine or whatever. Everything in moderation and balance is key. But when we think about what self-care should include, I really believe that the discipline aspect needs to come more to the forefront and guide the way that we live and act. So, yeah, just like thinking about the gym example, like it's going to be uncomfortable in the moment, especially if you're just starting out, but a month or two down the line, you're going to realize how much you are truly benefiting your long-term health and lifestyle. Okay, so that's number two is self-care, including doing the hard stuff. Number three is another realization that I had, and this was last night. I was scrolling through Instagram, and I just, it dawned on me, but the fact that I do not have to have everything figured out right now. So I was scrolling and I came across some dancers who are about 10 years older than I am and I'm 25. So, and they seem to be just in the peak of their careers. And I guess I never really process, like when I think of like principal dancers at like great companies, I never really process that they're all like around that age, like 30 to 35, like by the time you develop that technical skill and artistry and performance quality and finesse, like that's just, that's the way it goes. It's like moving up the ladder as in like any other job. I mean, obviously our careers are like technically a little bit shorter or maybe a lot shorter depending how you look at it because of our bodies being our instrument and that is you know the way by which we perform and do the things we do granted cross training you know most of the time will lengthen our careers 
but that's a whole other podcast topic. But yeah, just by the time you get to be that great and that extraordinary, like it's towards the, it's towards those like 30 to 35 range of age. And I'm like, damn, I'm 25. Like, why am I stressing? Because I'm someone who like tends to want or like grasp at control and feel like I have all of my ducks in a row. And that's something that I mean, I'm sure many of us, especially as dancers growing up, like are conditioned to think that way. Like we need to have our technique perfect. We need to, of course, like nothing's ever going to be perfect, but we're always aiming for that like highest possible level. And just, I mean, going to college, being pre-med, like always feeling like I needed to be in control and always also like always going for the next thing and like I struggle so much with that like feeling like I'm not present enough in the moment like I try so hard to be and there's moments where I really like realize for myself like okay like I can take a breath everything's fine like and that's why like I do gratitude so often to really be mindful of what I have in the moment. But at the same time, there's always this feeling of like climbing a rope to the next thing, to the next thing. And like once you get there, like I also need to be better about celebrating like what I achieve in the moment before like going on to the next goal because I think we're just so outcome driven as a society that we never stop and like celebrate what we've accomplished and then you know reset before going for the next thing like anyways going on a tangent but yeah we don't have to have everything figured out right now especially I know a lot of my listeners are around my age and there's such pressure to you know make the best possible careers and um accomplishments and just achievements out of our lives and we have time (laughs) it's okay take a breath and even just like mentioning this like I feel my shoulders relax my jaw drop like there's like a physical response in my body happening right now to realizing like it doesn't have to be perfect right away. We don't have to have the timeline figured out, all of the details. Plus, like, nothing's ever going to happen the way that we expect it to. And that's the beauty of life and navigating all of the curveballs. And yeah. So I think for me, just having like these big picture goals of what I want to achieve, but allowing the path to those goals to sort of figure themselves out like obviously I want to be putting aligned action into every day to get there but I think just being open to the form in which certain things take like sometimes the thing that we most need is going to come in a different form than we expected it to and it's going to drastically change our life for the better and so just being very open-minded in terms of the opportunities that arise and I'm also 
giving myself this advice because sometimes I tend to be very picky in terms of like what I want to occupy space in my life. But yes, we don't need to have it all figured out. And this applies for everything. I know I took it in the direction of dancing professionally and career-wise, but with the gym as well, like I didn't have anything figured out for probably like two years till I felt comfortable enough. And then, you know, health-wise, nutrition-wise, like any of the topics we really talked about today, perfection is literally unattainable. So just relax, chill out. (laughs) That's all I've got for you today. So three shifts I've made recently, not drinking self-care, including doing the hard stuff and discipline, and then realizing that I don't need to have it all figured out. I hope this served you in some way. If it did, DM me on Instagram. I would love to chat. And I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day. I will talk to you next week. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Barbell Ballerina podcast. If you enjoyed this episode or learned something today, it would mean the world to me if you would text it to a friend, share it on your Instagram stories and tag me, and or DM me your thoughts. You can find me and my personal training services on Instagram at the.barbell.ballerina and my website, thebarbellballerina.com. New episodes always release on Wednesdays, so make sure you're following the podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts to be the first to know. Talk to you next week.